0: Mio Mayo, are you ever in for a treat today? In the sixth episode of Carry On My Wayward Son, Daniel and I talk about an awful movie named Carry to The Fury. We talk about this movie for about an hour, but then we kind of give up and talk about other things like the translation of the place name of the place we live, Lanai, uh, we talk about a little bit about Linda E's origin story. And we get into some other things. We also talk about... Daniel talks about a story involving everyday magic. And I tell a ghost story that happened to me when I was in France. So those can be found after the hour mark if you don't want to listen to us talk about Carrie too. As always, a strong... Listener advisory is advised because we talk about a lot of strong themed subjects like sexual assault, sexy times, probably murder, and some other things. A kind reminder um, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and our opinions are only opinions which may change as we continue to grow and learn more things, and relate to the world from different perspectives. So, please enjoy. And if you are indeed enjoying our podcast, please like and leave a written review, especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps this podcast get seen by more ears. There's a ton of links in the show notes, including one to my Patreon, and a Carrie-specific playlist. Thank you.
1: Hi, I am a Gemini rising. I'm sorry and you're welcome.
0: Hi. I... Corey Lovejoy. Oh, and I'm Daniel,
1: honey. I say <laughs> Let's my do name. it again. Let's do it again. No, I like this. Oh, okay.
0: Uh... This is homegrown.
1: We're relatable. <laughs> We're not perfect. We're just like you.
0: Did you know that you can make something that's not perfect and still put it out there and it's fine?
1: Really, this is news to me.
0: Yep. If you don't believe me. Go listen to all my other podcast episodes that exist in the world.
1: No, you're so critical of yourself. Your podcast is so good. Um, <laughs> listen to episode, was that episode five or is it episode? episode... It's
0: episode four because I was trying to be fancy.
1: No, 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 sorry. Uh, the episode where we're like,
0: do, do. Oh, God. Okay. That would be the episode before this, which is episode five. Okay. Never heal my right. Sue, which was a fabulous song choice by Daniel, Right. Uh, the cult song never heal, heal myself and you can find it on our Carrie playlist that
1: That's i've right. been adding
0: to uh religiously because there's a lot of songs that make me think about this whole podcasting carry universe excursion
1: excursion like a day excursion, trip excursion yeah like gilligan's island
0: also it's kind of like if you want to do if you want to be metaphorical about it all we're recording it in daniel's car which is kind of like a
1: spaceship <gasps> oh my god exactly yeah. like we're like on the way somewhere actually um okay so just for <clears> an extra <throat> added physical detail we are <coughs> holding on to our little fuzzy little <laughs> microphones oh we I've already talked about it. we're physically holding on to our microphones uh in front of our faces yeah it's you talked fun.
0: about it on patreon i think not on here
1: oh oh so i'm giving away the good stuff for free <laughs> For more fun details like that, pay $3 Patreon. a month for Corys Patreon.
0: And um, I was I was going to say, it. and Daniel will talk to you about his genitals. I'm just kidding, though.
1: Oh, in-depth. <laughs>
0: in-depth review of Daniel's genitals. Uh, if well, you
1: want an in-depth experience of my genitals, pay $3 for Cory's <laughs>
0: Patreon. <laughs> wow, how can you pass up that opportunity? <sighs> Which is probably not the best way to consume something. <laughs> All right. Carrie too, the rage from 1999. Should we, we just do our so blueberries? So sorry
1: to tell you that that's what we're here to talk about. Oh, no, <laughs> blueberries, blueberries. Okay, uh, out of seven, right? Uh,
0: yes. Okay,
1: alright. Let's remember when I thought you were counting down from three, but you just went three.
0: <laughs> do you want to do it? But this time we'll oh, count sorry, sorry.
1: This time we're not talking about numbers. No, no numbers. No number sorry, guys. We're sorry.
0: I realized how annoying that was, and it was annoying. But we had a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: and that's what it's all about. Uh, actually, no, this episode is not about us having fun. If this was about us having fun, we would have watched The Shape of Water or another film that is good. Oh, sorry, sorry. We didn't say the blueberries yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, blueberries. Uh You Ready? go first. Yeah. Okay.
0: One. I'll, I'll give it two. What? I'm shocked. Why, why do you give it two blueberries? Well,
1: Amy Irving was in it. And also, um, it came out at a certain time where... Like the look of it, like the uh-huh. texture of the footage uh-huh. just was so specific to late nineties, early two thousands uh-huh. films. Like that was that made me feel really nostalgic. Um, there was just like a certain vibe that I did enjoy of the movie. Um that my enjoyment of the movie does not extend to the plot, the writing, the dialogue, the characters, or um <laughs> any other like element of this quote-unquote film
0: so you're giving it two blueberries based on well one the, is the aesthetics of it
1: right half a blueberry okay. for amy irving half oh. a blueberry for um like it's literally like the texture thing where it's like it's pretty high quality like it's not hd huh. but i think i still think that it was filmed on film oh
0: and that just i gives, see what you like you're a saying. certain like yeah really delicious texture. Feeling. like yeah. when you listen to a record as opposed to a song on your i didn't realize i had so many notes on this fucking movie
1: <laughs> oh uh i have my notes are uh less than extensive
0: yeah uh did you watch it on movie?
1: yeah on double speed
0: uh oh smart i watched it on youtube
1: <laughs> oh no 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 yeah i watched it on, on YouTube. youtube nothing i don't know this
0: oh okay uh can i watch it on youtube double speed
1: Yeah, YouTube has a native thing, but I use a Chrome plugin to double speed on my videos because I have ADHD, I think, if my second grade diagnosis carries on to adulthood.
0: (laughs) I don't know what Chrome whatever is because...
1: We'll figure it out. I'll help you. (laughs) I watch everything on double speed because I really cannot be bothered.
0: But like what happens when you go to the movies or if you have to go to the movies? I think
1: being in that situation... Mm-hmm. like creates the mindset where i'm able to otherwise like i can't watch a movie at one time madness
0: is it like uh you, there's just too much dis- other things for you to think about or do or get distracted. By?
1: 12 minutes go by and i'm like that was four hours i need to do 17 <laughs> other tasks
0: i noticed that the way philo and i watch a lot of movies and tv is like it's something's playing and we're doing other shit on our iphone all right, well, this movie was directed by a woman. Her name is Kat Rhea. And is it a coincidence that both carries that were directed by women we hated? Thoughts?
1: Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that them being women made it so that they were not in full control and that there was some kind of meddling going on by the men in charge. Because I totally think that this is a story that a woman has the ability to tell mm-hmm. if she wants... If she has full creative control i do not believe that in the late 90s a woman was given full creative control over a sequel to carrie
0: agree 100 also fun fact about kat rea she was in brian de palma's scarface oh she had a really small role but she was in it i haven't seen it and i saw it a long time ago but uh he she notes him as one of her men- mentors oh wonderful okay but like secretly because you know women 80s stuff like that uh so i felt like this movie started out really promisingly like i got excited because it was like religious iconography being p- painted with red blood mm-hmm. and i thought oh, yeah, Ooh. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah the blood dripping on jesus that yeah
0: all the all the virgin mary statues and i thought oh this is i'm into it uh i loved wilson dog uh what are our scores watson, it watson? Sorry. was it watson why did i write down
1: oh oh actually before we get into that let's corey and i we're gonna let's play a game oh what's our game okay name a character in this film besides rachel and Susno.
0: the dog wilson watson <laughs> <laughs> the lady deputy sheriff who was played by the director cat raya great uh, and then there was like six bro dudes from the 1990s that I know I've seen in a million movies, but I could not tell you their names.
1: Great. Not a single name. Not a single name. No.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's Tommy? Um,
0: there was a Tommy. No. Johnny? No. Was there a Johnny? What's his
1: name, Johnny? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not putting myself <gasps> above you in this situation. The tool I don't have time a kid. damn clue either.
0: The Tool Time Kid was in it.
1: Like, I don't know what that means.
0: Do you know? Did you used to watch Tool Time? It was a TV show with a very famous man whose name is escaping me. Tim Allen, yeah,
1: Uh, a very famous coke smuggler.
0: Is that what he was, Tim Allen? Yeah. Daniel has all the gossip about people who. Right. Here's the thing: is I believe that celebrity is an
1: establishment that needs to be abolished. I think it is a like supremely negative force in our world, Um, right up there with capitalism and um, (laughs)
0: squirts. Squirts. I think I would rock a squirt, but then I probably feel old. Um, the only reason I know it was the tool we just time kid, him. the tool time kid, is because Philo went. The tool time kid, and I went. Oh yeah.
1: I was <laughs> oh, speaking of kids today. I had to teach my kindergartners about jealousy, because How that yesterday my the boy I teach, who we have a special system to manage his yelling, he and the girl who has a very strong sense of right and wrong, but she manages to get swept up into the drama anyway. They were best friends yesterday. They did everything together yesterday, but then today she was holding hands with another boy who's in ELL and the original yelling boy, he was so mad. He was like, they're holding hands. And I was like, and it was in the middle of circle time where we go around in the morning and I say, I make them say, good morning, everyone. And everyone has to say, good morning, Ann or a real (laughs) child's name. and then they say how they're feeling and why and the one, the yelling boy says, I'm sad, cause they're holding him. I'm so upset. And so I had to say, everyone repeat after me, say jealousy. Everyone's like, Jealousy. <laughs> <sighs> oh, which is my favorite part of kindergarten is just making a crowd of children say something. It's the best. I make them say the most ridiculous stuff.
0: He also has them sit in an octagon shape instead of a circle. It's amazing.
1: Well, you have to teach they don't know. So you got to say, <laughs> sit in a circle. And they're like, Ooh. I'm like, circle means no one in the middle. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Next, uh, sorry, but I cut you off because be we were talking Rameses. about the cast of this. Um, uh,
0: yeah, I just wanted to give the dog like, experience. like, is it five stars? Is the casting? Is that the highest one? Yeah. So I just wanted to give the dog
1: five for the dog. Fantastic. No, action. 10,
0: 10. I give him a 10. Tw- yeah. Okay. I mean, 50.
1: where he gets hit by the... <laughs>
0: oh, my <mat>. God. Can <laughs> we talk like, about that for a second?
1: I was like, did they did they hit a real dog in this movie just now?
0: So I couldn't watch it because that's, like, my number one trigger for crying is animals dying in film. But I heard it. And then I was like, that dog's dead. He was not dead. Well, he lived.
1: <laughs> and I don't know how they did it. But we see it up close and personal, him rolling... Under that Mack Mac truck. That's
0: probably like a prop. I hope. Fuck.
1: It was a meaty prop. It rolled.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's so traumatic to me.
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like we should. Well, this movie is available for free. Yeah, on because YouTube. It's garbage. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because that Natasha Leone movie is available for free on YouTube. But what I'm movie? a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader where she gets sent to like gay conversion camp or something. Oh. I forget. I don't know what yeah, it is. We're... I love Natasha Lyonne. Um, Except that she's a celebrity, and I um, don't believe in celebrity.
0: I feel like this movie's worth free. It yeah, bad. yeah, it's worth free. Although, no, I...
1: actually, I think they should pay us to watch
0: it. They should pay us. Oh, fuck. You There's should some... join our
1: Patreon as a like consolation prize for us. <laughs> for to us, yeah, you month.
0: should pay us for watching it. There's some really cheesy, do you know CGI shit at the end with the barbed wire. Oh,
1: a lot, of, a lot of. Oh, I was going to say, that's like the one. That is actually one other thing that I liked about it. You like that? Yeah, I with, hated so in it. I hated it. In the end of the movie, when she's doing her. When the main character, Rachel, who is Carrie's little sister, is doing her Carrie thing, she um, <laughs> she has this. She's a teenager in high school, but she has like a heart with a knife through it and like some rose vines with thorns oh it's rose or vines you're vines. right
0: no it, i think it's rose vines but, i'm just thinking um, about pamela she has a tattoo one.
1: and because her like magic powers are going off the heart starts beating and then the rose vines start going all over her body even on her face i thought that was cool did this one i'm not gonna make her i'm not gonna like beat her up until she says that she likes the things that i like this uh, one i'm gonna let you have this movie is not worth saving the 2002 movie is a fantastic yeah cinematic experience this one is not Bully. She makes her uh Rachel, this movie's Carrie, makes her glasses explode. Oh, oh my god, that it was really actually lit.
0: really great. Yeah. There no. was some good, there was some good horror shit.
1: Some of the action I thought was fun.
0: And the way Amy Irving dies, I was oh, into I it.
1: was I was so mad.
0: You were mad? Oh my god, I was so, I wasn't okay, mad. Okay, so
1: Sue Snell dies. So Sue Snell survived the original Carrie in to order a to in, order, in, high in order to not stop this one from happening <laughs> and then just get speared through the head not even by herself just like as like a bystander behind a door because some other right. kid right
0: but guess what there's someone oh else on the other side of the door right so, so
1: she means to stab this dumbass frat boy kid the whatever giant spear she uses goes through the kid's head through a door and Where then into Amy from? Irving's head like on the harpoon. other side yeah, she just had a harpoon in this rich man's house. It was so stupid. I, and so, I'm sorry. This That's why I hate this movie. Well, also because it was boring and I didn't care about it. It but, was boring. But because Sue Snell...
0: Yeah.
1: I already just said the whole thing. But this is her fate. She survives the original Carrie in order to...
0: Get harpooned. Just do it again. In a freak accident. And,
1: but die this time.
0: Um. So I hated Sue Snell in this film because I felt like she just meddled within everything and made it worse. And then she, like, brings Rachel's mom, who is Carrie's little sister.
1: She, like, breaks her out of mental prison?
0: Yeah, but then, like, the mom talks to her for, like, 30 seconds whilst the house is burning down. And then that's it. It was very weird. It was a weird... So, Kat Rhea said that when she was asked to work on this film, someone else had already been working on it. I don't. I don't know who the someone else was. So she said it wasn't, like, really a film that she made, I guess. But I feel like that was very apparent within the storytelling. Like, the mom coming and they're... Like there was no closure. Amy Irvin dying out of the blue. I felt like that was not closure at all. Like no. it just felt like people. Like it just felt like they needed a way to end the story, and they were like, "Ah, uh, she dies." How uh, we're introduced
1: to the Mina Suvari character, and then four minutes in, she killed for some reason.
0: So I was like, "Mina Suvari, I'm so excited!" And then she's died. And then. Well, she committed suicide.
1: Because like a boy slept with her and was like, I don't get it. Didn't... Uh,
0: she fell in love, Daniel let me explain okay. it's my time period she fell in love with a boy because she had sex with him and she thought they were gonna date and then he was like nah i just wanted you for points and then she killed herself which would be very disturbing to someone from the yeah 90s. that sounds very
1: upsetting i'm so glad <laughs> girls today know right that men like are so not worth it
0: i told it i
1: told a, a fifth grader once they were talking about how like i forget why but i was like encouraging them to cheat on each other I was like, you really... oh. I was like, you can't let these boys treat you any type of way. you got to have two or three other ones on backup so that they know to treat you right. And they were like, no,
0: I'm not a cheater. I
1: but I totally stand by that.
0: No, you know what? I really like that because I feel like relationships are different nowadays than they used to be. And I think that's cool.
1: Thank God this film spurred on that conversation.
0: <laughs> but that's where the broken glass imagery comes from is when Mina Suvari jumps off. Oh, the building oh, and then the,
1: the windshield, windshield breaks yeah.
0: and then in the 2002 carry with chloe grace moretz. The 2013, sorry. sorry 2013 one the 2013 one uh there's all the imagery of chloe grace moretz breaking the mirror and i was like "What? why and i think it was a um homage to the 1999 carry. so props to whomever made the 2013 and put in all those little easter eggs from all of the other carries like they did their homework.
1: I feel that's yeah. great. Um I liked the set design of the house. <laughs> the big rich people <laughs> mill- house. The
0: billionaires. It was very mansion. like it was
1: very, very late nineties rich people house.
0: Yeah,
1: it was it was good. It was so good. Um It was good. Actually some of the actual I'd oh, let's, let's Sorry, I kind of derailed you and didn't really have anywhere to go. Um,
0: no, that's right. And uh, then... Something that
1: I love in this movie, Mina Subari kills herself out in the parking lot in front of everybody. Um, Her and outfit then... was great. Outfit was that, great. By the way. And then some man runs into Amy Irving, the school counselor's office. Uh, with and She's with a student. And he goes, some girl just killed herself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Do you feel like that's that was properly addressed?
1: Uh, no, it to- and everybody just totally picked up on it, and Rachel's little- Rachel, Carrie's little sister.
0: Even her was like-
1: She was just like,
0: oh no, my best friend,
1: and then she went to work at the drive through film oh, development yeah, shop. Oh
0: guys, this movie's so analog that you actually have to develop, get film developed. Do you and know- then,
1: yeah, I know what that means. Okay,
0: I was like, okay. do you know, have you done that, Daniel? Okay, have you ever, okay, that ever done life?
1: that in your life? I haven't done that, but I know what it is. And you've I've you've used- never
0: physically had film developed? Uh,
1: no. Um, That's my
0: favorite thing to do as a kid.
1: I'll take you for a little cruise. Oh shoot. I have a a note. The guy is like gonna go seduce, some mean guy is gonna go seduce her or something and he says, I'll take you for a little cruise and she says something.
0: nineteen
1: nineties. Some She like rebuffs him in a way that's really fun. Um, At one point, they make one of the bully guys like show his butt. I was like, what is this sexual harassment in this PE class right now?
0: that was a very 1990s thing that was just normal people thought it was funny not anymore i mean maybe some people cute butt um i was very excited to see that she had hole and marilyn manson uh, what would they be oh the guy C- who beat up CD- C- Fucking Daniel. cdr in her locker i was like oh yes that's appropriate to the times wait mean? marilyn manson beat up Von yeah
1: what does cdr mean C D R? Where? Wasn't that what you said was on her locker?
0: Whole I'm Marilyn Manson. C D art. C D oh, art. CD art. Yeah. Oh, my
1: favorite, my actual favorite movie, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist.
0: Oh, I've never seen
1: that. Um I don't you wouldn't like it. Okay. Uh nobody does. <laughs> it's just for me. Um The boy Nick, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Goes to give his ex-girlfriend who like doesn't love him anymore uh mix tape cd but it's called like i forget what it's called exactly what it's like tears from my breakup volume nine <laughs> So it's like the ninth one that he's given her and then volume nine. and then she's like she's like can you believe this it's so like ugh, embarrassing volume nine are you kidding and she throws it in the trash and then the girlfriend character walks away and nora the cat dennings character goes and like picks it up and her friend is like what are you doing that's so pathetic and she's like she's like yeah but the mixes are really good
0: <laughs> um, have you ever made anyone a physical playlist like on a uh, cd or a tape like
1: yeah, but I had to pick from my mom's library, which wasn't oh. bad because she well now, now she has garbage taste in music. Yeah. She has the worst taste in music. What's She's her always favorite? just like I love Harry Styles. Ew. I love Camila Cabello. I'm like, can you listen Agreed. to an interesting artist? Like she and she used to work for a radio station when I was growing oh, up. Really? She was into Yeah. That's how That's she cool. and um the other one met. But um she had such interesting music yeah. when I was a kid and I remember like great like even like pop hits and stuff or like this one that i'll maybe show Corey, and maybe she'll put it in the um, oh yeah it's a song called it's bad you know by not rl stein i'll figure it out but it's like it's bad you know i just went on and told it it's such a good song um and now my mom listens to like garbage i
0: don't even
1: know what my mom's mom's listening to huh but so do i so who cares oh um i mean what other thoughts did you think
0: um so i thought the whole notebook thing was also very 1999 because when i was in seventh or eighth grade we had a notebook uh, and we would put stuff in there about people i don't know why we like notebooks then i guess we felt like let's take uh keep track of people Mm -hmm. uh what else Oh, oh do you remember at the end where they're doing the swing dance
1: I'm I'm sorry I don't I'm actually I'm looking through my notes and usually the way I write notes is like I'll just write like my stream of consciousness reaction and while we're recording this I can look at it and like make a connection to what I was watching yeah and like have something to talk about but all my notes in this are like um
0: it was a bad film
1: all my notes are just like the men dis- the men defending rape I don't know what that's talking about Rachel on the field girl um usually i would know what that means but i have not a clue
0: the men defending rape i don't remember that but i do remember it was pretty rapey altogether.
1: yeah there's a lot of like sexual assault kind of
0: yeah which
1: well because this centers around a ring of fraternity boys who assign points to yeah so it's based on a true
0: story i can't remember what it's called but it is based on a true story um the big short Hmm?
1: That's about the housing market crash. That was a bad Mm -hmm. joke. Uh,
0: yeah. Anyway, if you saw at the end, there was like, they were doing like swing dancing because the movie Swing Kids was really big in the 90s. That was fun for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, she did did dead disassociation stare, apparently, because that's what I wrote. Oh, Someone's nuts got shot off and landed in the pool. Oh my god, um. I literally,
1: I just saw mine. The glasses, so the girl who got her oh, glasses yeah. exploded. The spear gun through the nuts, and then a guy... <laughs> Where
0: are all that... these spear guns? Where was she getting all these... Well, oh, I guess she was telepathically using it with her mind.
1: And then a guy falls in the pool, and the cover comes out. And it's, it's a pool cover. It's moving at the speed that a pool cover moves, but it's enough to knock him, like, and he can't get out of the water because the pool cover's coming. <laughs> But then he does some very good underwater acting. I
0: don't even remember. It I remember was, him getting in. But I literally
1: him. that those three things happen in such quick succession. I wrote them <sighs> together in a note, and I said this movie is a joke. Um, sorry, I keep trying to steal the thing away from you. But oh, I so when the action halfway through the action, I was like, this better be her mom's psychic vision. Or like some kind of thing where <laughs> her mom is gonna stop it from happening. <laughs> like like I'm thinking along the lines of breaking dawn where all that it's like, oh no, there's a big vampire fight, everybody dies. Just kidding, it was a vision. Like I was just so like unhappy that we're really gonna let a second disaster happen. Um but so speaking of the original disaster, yeah. Sue takes Rachel to the site of the oh, original yeah. Carrie thingy and they just didn't clean no, a damn thing they up. Just left they
0: there. just left it there. They were just like let this be a mark on our memory forever.
1: Except here's the thing. That happened in the original movie mm-hmm. because Carrie was bullied because Chamberlain is a place that mm-hmm. lacked kindness and then Carrie doing all that didn't make Chamberlain any kind of a place because here we are 20 years later and like we have these is it it's a high school or is it a college? No,
0: it's a high school. It's, it's a high school. high school? Yeah.
1: definitely high uh, school. Yeah. This movie would be much better if it took place in college. That makes it so much more disturbing to like I don't know The, the grossness stuff of the And like boys. the drinking And the driving yeah. and I don't care But um What are Oh that like Chamberlain didn't become Any More kind Or any less tolerant Of that kind of bullying Like It's just like I just so don't want To live in the world That Where this is the result Of the original Carrie movie So
0: I noticed that too Um But at the end Of the Stephen King book He talks about like A lot of people moved away mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, I guess that kind of makes sense if it was like a totally new um, population of people. And then I also felt like oh, the right, thing right, right. that yeah. was nice about the 1999 that tied into Stephen King's book that was never really addressed in anything we've, like uh, movie film wise, was that I felt like Stephen King's big, like, leave you with this uh, to think about in the middle of the night when you can't sleep and a tree's like scratching on your window what if there are others like Carrie out there? So I feel like that. Right, because Ralph White
1: got away and we know that he enjoys sexual intercourse. So he could very well have had $40,000.
0: I also felt like that just totally killed her vibe about Carrie being a witch and having a witch lineage. And maybe I'm biased, but I didn't buy yeah. that storyline at all. No, that's your turn. I was like, that's dumb. I would have much rather just seen like some random chick who had the same power coincidentally than have, have like the whole Ralph white tie-in.
1: Have you, there's a Yeah. Right. There's an enemy called Open Lead. Have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. Um, this is making me such sound like such a nerd. Maybe we can take a break at some point and watch it. Um or not watch it, but if we can watch like the opening scene of it and I can yeah. tell you a couple things. It's very much like Carrie.
0: Oh. There's something else I was watching. It was it was something on Doom Patrol, but something else I saw too, and I was Yeah,
1: like, Doom Patrol the Ape Girl.
0: Yeah, she got her. Spoiler alert, season two, Doom Patrol, the little Ape Girl gets her period. And it's very carry-esque. Oh, except... Doom
1: Patrol is a TV show.
0: Yeah, it's on HBO. It's really good. That's the one that has Brendan Fraser in it.
1: Oh yeah. I love Brendan Fraser. Yeah, He's
0: awesome. Um so other things that were like, I guess, nice tie-ins to carry. The original, uh Rachel had a red dress for the big prom scene. Uh I think that was it. Oh, <laughs> tie into the diploma. This is for Daniel. Horrible kissing.
1: Yep. Horrible <laughs> kissing. Right.
0: And way too old gentlemen for the roles they're supposed to be in, I thought. Yeah. Right? Like the like the dudes were too old.
1: Not the blonde one. The blonde one was not the
0: tool type kid. He was age appropriate. Yeah. But the, the rest, rest of them.
1: them. Uh, I'm I'm also having so um a little peek into the behind the scenes. Yeah. Usually we record like the second that so usually we'll be like oh, we yeah. finished watching the movie. We'll like... Do you want to record in a week or so? And then both of us will be like, "Do you want to record today?" And then we'll just make it happen. But this one, we both watched it about three, four days ago. Yeah, or no, yeah. a week ago. A I think week ago. I, a week ago, because we watched it on Sunday after yeah. we recorded the last episode, um and now it's Friday afternoon, and we're watching it. It's just like well, it so did nothing to stick in yeah. my head. And now, a week later, I'm like, I don't know. But it's already been 26 minutes. So yeah. I think, like, hats off to us. We're doing a very good job, Excellent, and you're welcome. Sam.
0: You're welcome. Um, uh, I also thought Rachel's telekinetic powers were, like, the equivalent of fast zombies. Like, they were definitely...
1: Oh, way uh, OP.
0: Why, though? Did we ever get an explanation as to why?
1: Because the pra- they did some practical effects, and they were, like, fun. Is this the one where she swung something down and it, like, knocked a girl and, like, sent her flying? Like a... Oh, no, that was a basketball hoop in one of the movies. That was in
0: 2002. Oh. That was a great scene, though. That was good. Oh, I'll post in the link on YouTube. I'll post on the link in the show notes. Uh, On YouTube, there's a couple of videos where people put the 1976, 2013, and 2002, like, the prom scene, the blood spill, like, together. So you can watch them all at once. If that if you're into that. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, I felt like this movie just tried to be like other movies. Like there was a Scream reference which was from nineteen ninety six. There was a Swing Kids reference from nineteen ninety three. Uh it was also somehow about Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Did you catch that shit?
1: No wow maybe this is a much much denser and more like intricately layered movie that i'm giving it credit for i think i should watch it again with more um open eyes
0: so in the i think the beginning-ish of the film there's a classroom scene which i took as a nod to de palma and they're discussing romeo and juliet and what is like love do you remember that like what is true love maybe a little bit something something and then it was something, oh, it was like, why did, like, Romeo and Juliet choosing to die together was, like, true love or a certain kind of special love. I don't fucking remember. And oh, then at the yeah, end, yeah, I that. Uh, the male lead, Jesse. Uh, oh,
1: right. Who she she falls in love with a man after saying that she's a dyke in the drive-thru window. So and I was like, oh, so yeah. she falls in love with a man. I was just like,
0: oh, okay. That's also very, like, 1999, like, oh, I'm going to call you name, but really, I love you. Um, so Jesse wants to die with her at the end, but then she's like, no, you mustn't. So she uses her telekinetic powers to push him out of the way and a piece of the building falls, but somehow she can't use her telekinetic powers to stop it from falling on her and then she's trapped.
1: I Why can't she... she use
0: her telekinetic powers then?
1: I think that was a choice. I think that was a, like, uh, I don't really want to me if i had like a mental break and i killed a bunch of people that's not something i'd want to live I down mean,
0: good point point. and then jesse like throws himself on top of it his arms on fire and he's like gonna die with her but then she uses her telekinetic powers to land him in the pool something she saves him
1: oh right right on top of the pool cover yeah but it Over was a very
0: <laughs> and a pair of someone's nuts who are floating in there But it was a very like proof to us that she's good uh moment how did this movie end was that it that was it Uh, i know
1: because then he's in college like six months later and then it's like Uh, midnight or something and carrie like visits him but then the clock strikes midnight and she disappears so there's some kind of halloween town kind Um, of vibe going on whatever have you ever seen the disney channel original movie halloween town
0: no, maybe when I was littler.
1: It's. I watched it when I was a kid, and when I yeah. was a kid, it was very good.
0: I feel like I tried to watch it the other day, and I couldn't watch it, and I was like, "Bitch." Also, this movie, ugh, high school, hated it. Um. See let's see. Oh, you know what else? I, you know what I did like? Carrie had black fingernails. When I was in in freshman year get to get our blood taken by like professional nurse people in high school and the man who was supposed to take my blood did not want to put my hand in his hand because i had my fingernails painted black what a loser (laughs) which is so funny to me because like that's just normal today
1: one time i was donating blood and um the phlebotomist went to poke me and she was like oh you drink a lot of water because i had like very good and easy veins (laughs) and i I really let it get to my head (laughs) And then the guy next to me was getting was having his blood drawn and he was like, oh, you know, well, like I'm fasting right now. And the flow was like, oh, really, you are. Maybe it's not such a good idea that you give blood then because it might right. make you woozy. And he's like, oh, well, no, I'm eating. I ate this and I ate, I ate like cereal and I ate like this and I ate like that. And he's like, I'm really just not doing meat and like something else. And I was like, this is not a fast. And then he's like, it's for Jesus or something. And I was just like so over it because I, I actually fast so i do a 19 so i'm behind i sort of I, i'm behind yeah and I, we do a 19 day fast where from sunrise to sunset we don't eat or drink so i'm over here like Nothing. pumping blood like it's nobody's business wow and then this guy over here is like i'm dusting. And I was like shut the hell up
0: i fasted before but not that kind like i still drink like juice like not like juice from a bottle from the store i make juice out of fruits and vegetables Mm-hmm and or like broth i've done that i think one time i did that for 21 days or was it a month did i can't remember listen? um yeah it was more interesting like i really enjoyed this experience of like not eating and oh. to, like staying on that like like because you want to eat right but then like you get so far into it that you just, just you kind of feel normal and then I got really into smelling people's food. I just be like, just let me smell your food. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like better than eating. Somehow it was. Here.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, um, maybe on the Patreon we can talk about like food and rituals and like mm. personal stuff. Food. Pay three dollars to hear me talk about uh, really unhealthy eating habits. <laughs> uh
0: so this oh i felt like susan was really nosy in this film and i hated her like i did not like her in this at all but i also felt like she was kind of nosy in the original film too
1: right because she meddles she's the one one who set the whole thing up with tommy and carrie would never have been to prom if it wasn't for her so it's kind of her fault but
0: yeah maybe it's because she was like trying so hard to make it better but like she was really meddlesome i wrote down mind your beeswax (laughs) Kidding. in everyone's business
1: really i really liked the mean girl who got her glasses blown up
0: that girl's and stuff but i can't figure it out she kind of looks like um the actress from clueless uh her cheryl
1: name? Sarkeesian.
0: no that's Cher. Cher the blonde, i'm just kidding. Alicia, the blonde, silverstone. alicia silverstone yeah oh,
1: i'm sorry it's alicia alicia she'll let you know think... uh
0: remember when she had that video of her feeding her kid, like, a baby bird, where she, like, chewed the food and put it in her kid's mouth, and I think people could not handle that at that time. Either. People,
1: uh, oh, um, People do that. Also, um, wait, wait, Um, speaking of yeah. what do you think about people taking horse dewormer?
0: <laughs> I'll say this. First of all, it's I don't talk about, flavor. I don't talk or on podcast because okay. it's super opinionated subject, and everybody's entitled to believe what they believe. I will I say this about like ho- uh, horse dewormer: warmer. My sister did equestrian riding from, like, the age of six to, I don't know, well into her 20s, so I've seen horse dewormer warmer in the flesh, and that shit always wigged me out. It looks so gross. You couldn't, pa- you couldn't pay me to put that in my body. Yeah. Just, like, visually and energetically, huge no. What do you think about horse warmer?
1: Um, I think that the is not a worm. <laughs> and that people are not horses.
0: Well, let me put it that way.
1: I wouldn't, you know, like, drive my car into the supermarket <laughs> if I wanted to buy soup at a restaurant. Like, it's just, it just doesn't make no sense. <sighs> Anyway, we're talking about 2000, I mean, 1999. Carrie to the Rage. Um, starring um, an actress who is
0: oh, you not know very
1: pretty and not very talented.
0: No, she won some kind, not like an Academy Award, but like some, <laughs> some,
1: some. Community some... Theater Award?
0: No, 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 no. Like uh, some award for like best sci-fi blah, blah, blah for this film. And she's won an award for another sci-fi film she was in. Probably. Like the
1: sci fi network?
0: Uh, Not like the network, but like some kind of sci fi film thing. So, like, she actually won an award for this performance. And I think Kimberly Pierce, I almost called her Kimberly Diploma. <laughs> I think Kimberly Pierce won a similar award for Carrie. 2013. Independent
1: Spirit Award? I'm just kidding. I don't
0: know. No, it was some kind of like horror I don't have fan any awards,
1: so I don't get to.
0: Award. But these films. Win awards?
1: Do you have any awards?
0: I mean, yeah, but like, who cares? I won third place <laughs> in a community
1: talent show in a category that had three participants.
0: <laughs> oh no! No comment. That's cool. What did you do for your talent? It was so awful.
1: I, I just was really awkward looking. I was wearing a um a Dr. Seuss thing, like thing one, thing two, cat in a hat, a thing uh, one shirt. Oh yeah. And um, I sang a stupid-ass cover of that song Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, I which is a very song. good song. It's a very good song. And I, I did, not like, know, fine, but...
0: He's yeah. no longer called... It's just Edward Sharp. There are no Magnetic Zeros. Even if you go back and look at his songs when he, that he did with the Magnetic Zeros, it no longer exists.
1: Like Selena Gomez in the scene.
0: Really? I didn't know that, what that is, but... Doesn't that suck? Also, if you like that band, uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, there's a really good thing. I can't remember what it's called, but they ride in a horse carriage in New Orleans. Sorry, I just realized it was in New Orleans. In New Orleans, and they ride through the streets in a horse carriage um, and sing a song. It's fantastic. It's really great. I'll put a link to it. Oh, it's, it's one like of my... a video. Yeah, it's okay. a video. It's like one of my favorite things. I watch it every so often because so it makes was me just happy. Like, what?
1: I don't know. Just, it just made me think of like an amusement park. I don't know. I don't know what I thought you were talking about. But I, was like, I what is called... this? called... Is it a tour?
0: No, it's some series okay. on YouTube, like Bloody Sunday Sessions or something. So oh. like Tiny desks, but it's with a yeah, carriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's with a horse-drawn carriage in oh, Newark, through the streets of New Orleans. That sounds so cool. Yeah, that's why I watch it every so often. It's awesome. Um, I guess... There's a couple things I want to say more. And then, I don't know, do you want to come back and do talk about something funner? Do you yes. have any good, like, past life stories and <sighs> or spooky stories and or creepy stories or ghost stories we could talk about?
1: I wish. I, I read my friend's mind once.
0: Oh, okay. You want to talk about that when we come back? Sure. All right, let me just do this quick little boop. Coyote Ugly. Remember when that was a fucking movie and then became a bar in Las Vegas? Why? Oh, Nobody knows.
1: Starring sociopath reality show host, Tyra Banks.
0: Was Tyra Banks a coyote ugly?
1: Yeah. And I only know that because yesterday I was watching somebody talk about a video, a, a two hour video essay of somebody talking about Tyra Banks and not writing a five page paper that I have to do.
0: Huh, what's your paper
1: on? Um, my experience as a school child, which was not good because I, um am smart and I have a good memory, but I, didn't like to sit still or do any work so i'm totally getting that fed back to me as a teacher
0: <laughs> that sucks
1: i'm sorry i'm being not a fun podcast host today
0: i'm like really just laughing at your misfortune uh so if you're watching i don't know why don't but if you're watching this 1999 carry to the rage and you're like what is this react what is this And you're like, this doesn't seem real. No, that's how it was. I promise I was there. If you need further evidence, there's a really good documentary on HBO. It's called, it's about the 1999 Woodstock and it's called Peace, Love and Rage. And it talks about all of the toxic masculinity that existed during that time Mm. and how it came to a peak at that Woodstock, which they decided to do on an Air Force base tarmac in the heat of summer already a bad
1: plan. Can I recommend a Woodstock documentary? Sure. It came out I think in like 1999 or 1996 and it stars Diane Lane and Viggo Mortensen and it's called um A Walk on the Moon.
0: Oh I've never heard of that. Yeah, I love both those actors. Is it it's better? not a
1: documentary. Um, oh. And Anna, Paquin.
0: Anna Paquin.
1: Anna Paquin. She's a like bratty teenager and they go to like a Jewish <sighs> like summer camp thing where all the families go for the summer in upstate New York wherever Woodstock is. And then he's the, he's the knish man? No, he's the blouse man. So like different men would like show up to the camp and there'd be like a PA and they'd be like, that Kanish man is here or whatever. And uh, a knish is a Jewish pastry. And anyway, but he would be the blouse man. And he's just like this freewheeling Viggo Mortensen hippie. And Diane Lane has an affair with um him and she cheats on her husband, Leah Schreiber. Damn, and, this movie's
0: um, got a lot of good people in it.
1: I remember enjoying it, but I also didn't know how to watch a movie when I was like fifteen when I yeah. watched it. So whatever.
0: Anna Packwood, she was in True Blood, right?
1: Yeah, she was the main one the in main. True Blood for some reason.
0: Um, have I'm you... so mean.
1: I'm I... so be... I'm being mean today. Snooky. I... Snooky Stackhouse. Yeah, Snooky is someone different.
0: What's her name, Snooky? Why yeah. are they name Snooky? I it's such everybody stupid d- d- Anyway, I, I mean, I guess I don't. She was like I like that show i guess she was it was good casting but have you seen her in the piano when she was like a little kid and that's when she won the academy award
1: Mm-mm.
0: oh my god that's a fucking solid film like really really good and she's great in it um that was it i guess oh i guess there was one more thing thought
1: <laughs> that would be a really good way to end that episode which is, that was it i guess <laughs>
0: about the movie so I felt like the character Jesse, which which was Rachel's love interest reminder, Rachel is Carrie's half sister in this film. So essentially she's Carrie. Except Why? that she's
1: goth and badass and she doesn't let anybody. Like, so
0: pretty much like that girl was me in anything. high school and everyone thought I was weird. And then when Facebook became a thing, this boy that was in my class messaged me and he wrote I love entrails. And I was like, why is he messaging me that? And I was like, what? And he was like, remember? You had that written in whiteout on your backpack. And I was like.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah,
0: I did. (laughs) And then I was also like, maybe that's why everyone thought I was so weird. (laughs) So essentially, this girl was like me. Or like, everyone thought I was fucking weird. (sighs)
1: That'd be fun. You want to talk more about high school?
0: Yeah, we totally can. Oh, but the Jesse character. Jesse. The love interest. The Romeo to Rachel's Juliet. I felt like it was a combination of Tommy and Sue.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, because I feel like Carrie is really a love story. Not like romantic, uh, sexy time love. But just like a Coward. love story about <gasps> sorry. Sue and Carrie. <laughs> I don't think they could hear it.
1: I'm sorry, I dropped my microphone. It was I don't think like... bigger than anything yeah. this movie contained
0: it was well except for like the five minutes of action no the
1: action was very good yeah and um they replayed that scene of mina Savario oh. falling off the building about 17 times and that was beautiful also she felt like an angel
0: some of the be- it was some of the best footage from this film was scenes from the 1976
1: de palma yeah that they just put in
0: because i think this is what i think happens like so they bought the rights to carry the book rights to carry for 2500 dollars right. back in 1974 and then I think whoever owns the rights therefore owns all of the footage so like they could use the footage from 1976 because it's just they own it and they were like maybe Kat Rhea needed more footage for her film and she was like my friend Kimberly De Palma will use it. Um, Yeah, I also I have this written in my notes the genius of Billy Nolan uh, because I feel like that was actually a really genius character. And did we talk about the pig blood and the ice and why? Have we talked about that? Like how in the book the blood was frozen. Yeah. And like how that made more sense because of like smelling blood that's two days old. You're going to smell that regardless of where it is in the room. Yeah. Um. No, none of the movies did that. But I feel like that just kind of shows like what a... Not cautious, but like intricate writer and mind Stephen king has to like even think of that point and then in the film they were just like nah too brainy but i feel like and then he stephen king like references billy nolan as looking as like some guy who made like all this crazy mousetrap inventions so Mm. i feel like this character was like smarter than the movies gave him credit for
1: yeah was there any such um analog in this movie
0: um i tried to like as i was watching the 1999 I tried to be like, that's Sue, that's Chris, that's Billy, that's Tommy. I couldn't really...
1: Yeah, I couldn't nail them down. And I think that... I'm going to give myself... I'll take a little bit of the slack for me not like enjoying it. I think after... Because I don't watch movies very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so watching three different versions of the movie Carrie. Mm-hmm. And then watching a different movie. Just for me, I was like having... T- I just couldn't latch on to the characters. So that might be a Daniel problem. And not a problem with the quality of the film.
0: No, it was bad, guys. No, it was bad. I watch a lot of TV and movies. It was bad. It was not.
1: Well, glad that's settled.
0: I do not recommend. Um, I feel like it's making us sad. We're going to take a break. And then I think... It's either the end of the podcast, or we'll come back with some fun, spooky stories. I also have virginity in quotation marks in my notes. Why? Who the fuck knows? Right. Do you believe in that? Virginity? Uh, like, be- like having sex before marriage? Or...
1: What does virginity mean to you?
0: Well, I grew up Catholic, so i would say that the mo- like the strongest way it had been instilled in me from childhood is like don't have sex before marriage save it for your husband what does it mean to you
1: uh, i just it's a myth made up to control women and to put an expiration date on them you, men their penis doesn't have a, the power an to change women fundamentally i
0: i don't disagree with you Mm, You know, I was always fascinated with chastity belts. And I always felt like... That's BDSM. No, I know, but... Don't
1: have sex, but you can do kink.
0: But I always felt like, oh, like, originally, I was like, oh, chastity belts, it's because the women are sluts and can't be trusted. Why is that, like, the myth we believe about ourselves, ladies? And then I was like, no, that's not why. It's because the dudes can't control themselves.
1: Right.
0: In my opinion.
1: Or they don't have it, they don't have incentive to let me use. Um, oh. an analogy from my kindergarten class, okay. I think all men are five year old boys who have mm-hmm. trouble with yelling in class. Mm-hmm. So, if I say, Don't yell, we don't yell in kindergarten, that's not effective. If I say, I need you to stop yelling, that's making me unhappy, that does not work. If I give a kindergartner five tickets mm-hmm. and I say, Every time you yell, I'm gonna take a ticket away, and if you get to the end of the day, and you have any tickets left, I'm gonna give you a prize. The yelling stops. There's no incentive for men to treat women right. They, maybe they know it's wrong. Maybe they're fully aware that it's wrong, quote unquote wrong. I'm not saying it's not wrong to treat a woman right. I'm just saying like, from the perspective of a man who mistreats women. Yeah, maybe they think that it's wrong. They just don't have any incentive not to.
0: I mean, I feel like, I understand the merit of incentive, but like, should there be an incentive for treating someone nicely?
1: No, men are garbage. That's why I'm not one.
0: Uh, I love men. Even the ones that are garbage. Why? Because they're trying their best. Daniel probably disagrees with me.
1: My mom's uncle, who would ride into town on a horse sometimes and jump in their pool with <laughs> a <laughs> bottle of Dawn dish soap um, for his like monthly bath, he used to say, Uncle Floyd, he used to say, um, everybody's trying their best. Even when they're not. Yep. And I um, I do give them credit.
0: I mean, it's just a matter of perspective. Like, case in point, Carrie's mom. I don't think she thought she was abusing her daughter. I think she thought she was saving her. She,
1: yeah, very much You know. Did. That's a really G-
0: interesting point. For Jesus or something. So, like, yes, men suck dicks. <laughs> so, don't tell them that. Let me rephrase that. it. Men can be very cruel and uncaring sometimes. But I think a lot of it is they just. They've been I'm not trying to make excuses for men, but they've been taught that it's okay through books, m- television, do men read, whatever, television and movies. Um, and just society in general. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not the- laughing
1: at you, right? I'm laughing because I'm looking at the ticker ting. T- 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 oh the my god, don't fucking t- look. I almost brought a thing to cover
0: the stuff so we wouldn't be like three, 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 one, 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 seven, nine, seven, nine um i feel like i have something else to say about men i lost my thought you know one of the reasons why i love men is because they do dumb shit like come to your house and take a bath in your pool with a bottle of dish soap once a month
1: (laughs) yeah that's a really that's a really really positive aspect of like the male whatever yeah
0: like that's fucking baller
1: Oh, no, you just made me so want to say something. But maybe we really really need to take our break. Um, Yeah.
0: Do you want to say it? Because I can always delete it through the magic of editing.
1: you got to make me think. Can we? Wait, wait. You were talking about... Oh, oh, but I also just feel very comfortable on this podcast to, like, be bombacious and say things like, I hate men, or like... (laughs) Oh, sorry, we're not talking about the...
0: No, we don't talk about that here. It's okay, safe, you can bleep all that. Safe, you safe. should
1: actually, if you can figure out how to bleep that, I think that would be so funny. <laughs> You're like, actually, I feel very free to say bleep, and then
0: i bleep it off. I was gonna say something else, and I forget. But well, whatever, who cares? What were we talking about?
1: I don't know. It's 448, 444.
0: 8. Ah, we missed four four four. Bombers. How often do you change your screensaver on your I phone? I don't ever change. it. I thought so. I change mine all the time.
1: I don't ever change
0: it. I just changed mine to sexy. Oh, here, this is a fun story. I just changed mine to sexy, threatening Donald Duck, the photo that I showed you. And then I showed that photo to Philo, and he goes, Daphne Duck? And I was like, ha, 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 why? Because he's sexy? And he's like, no, he's Daphne in that photo. And I was like, why you gotta gender him? (laughs) Like, why does he have to be gendered? like who cares
1: he's a duck with a (laughs) lisp i know
0: it's a duck of all things
1: well okay but i don't know that really speaks to the idea that like gender doesn't have anything (sighs) to do with like your body it's about like what you do True. it's about your energy
0: you know what daniel that's a great explanation right thank you there's
1: gender in everything
0: yeah it's true but i was just like go away
1: <laughs> Shut up. I went with the duck.
0: I was like, it's daffy. Leave him alone. All right. Are we taking a break?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we should take a break. Okay. I'm so proud of us. We did 50 minutes. I can't
0: believe we did 50 minutes. I really I... thought it was
1: going to be two minutes. We are just going yeah. like, to This movie sucks, but it's free on YouTube. If you want to watch it, have at it and don't tell us about it. <sighs> just kidding. Tell us about uh, what you thought of it in the form of a five star Apple review, Pop. Uh, this is
0: my recommendation. Thing. If you want to watch this film, but not all of this film, Watch the first 10 minutes, like up until Mina Suvari dies. And then fast forward to the end and watch all of the, I'm going to give like two thumbs up to the action death scenes, especially the Amy Irving harpoon and the balls in the pool. It was We're fun seeing. and a lot of it
1: was um, fun, practical. Yeah. I love practical effects. Yeah. So. Or watch the first 10 minutes and then write a good movie.
0: Yeah. And then fast forward to the end. And then you can just watch all the death stuff for fun. Did you have you heard or do you know about that Cinderella movie on Amazon Prime that just came out?
1: Um, this is an audio medium, so you can't see I hit, the face his that I
0: just eyes heard. Just, just rolled. Yeah, like, they did. It was, they were all um, white.
1: <laughs> you know what I do know about mm-hmm. is Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, starring Brandy, executive produced oh. by Whitney Houston. That's what I know about.
0: You know, I've never seen
1: that version. Yeah. Oh, you know what is one thing I will say about yeah. that movie? I saw like a trailer or something for it, and um, s- beautiful set design. Um, there's oh, one scene yeah, where I'm there's one scene that. where Cinderella is going down this down the stairs into yeah. her little uh, cellar, and it's cellar. very like cubical and just like yeah. the composition of that shot, the stairs, beautiful, lovely. I really bought that that was like a sad situation for her. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen? There's an interview of Aretha Franklin where they're asking her about different like have you ever seen this they're asking Mm -hmm. about like different pop stars and just to say like one thing about each one and they get to taylor swift and aretha franklin goes beautiful gowns
0: oh shit
1: right so that's what i feel about the um cinderella movie is one thing that i saw in it was beautiful set design
0: yeah i I won't disagree with you there um i watched it last night and when i say watched I mean, I fast-forwarded through 95% of it.
1: Are, are you going to... Sorry, can I guess? Are you going to talk about um uh, the fairy godmother being... No. Oh, okay, great. Um, I thought... I
0: mean, like, that oh. guy's known for doing that, so I felt like it was very appropriate.
1: Yeah, Billy Porter.
0: Yeah. Uh, It was bad. Don't watch it. Or if you want to watch it, watch it how I watched it. But basically, they just kind of, like, sing modern songs, and that's kind of, like, serves as the storytelling. There is dialogue. It was not great. That Their big finale song was Let's Get Loud, if that gives you any indication of it. Um, the one thing I did learn, though, which I feel like is very important, is that her name was not Cinderella. It was Ella, and her sisters called her Cinderella because she had cinder ash from the fire on her all the time. Oh. So we've been calling this poor girl a nickname. Not even a nickname. Like a fucking bullying thing. Yeah. Since the beginning of time.
1: Right. How's uh, that for I, some I, I think shit? that's an aspect of the original story.
0: No, it is. It right. totally is. Right? But I, yeah, and it just stuck. But I was just like.
1: That's that's pretty messed up, dude.
0: I was like, uh, her her name's not even Cinderella. And Cinderella is kind of like a derogatory slave name. So, wow, guys. Good job there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no. You made me think of something else. Okay, we're supposed to take a break. Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait, you're about. That... Her name is Ella, but they call her Cinderella because of the cinders that are on her. Uh, There's another thing like that that I was going to tell you about, but I forget what it was.
0: Also, there's this weird thing where the fairy... Sorry, he's not the fairy godmother. He's the fabulous godmother. Tells...
1: God, I really hate that.
0: Me too. Tells Ella uh, that she needs to go to the ball and meet some rich people who can change her life. Hated it. And then she has this whole like choice of like, do I marry the prince, or do I become the top dressmaker for a queen? Yeah, what? Who cares? Like, why?
1: Right. I like, don't know. Yeah, you're somebody who like makes clothing. Like, you know how to do that.
0: Yeah, but just this horrible like, like I hate like, oh, love or my career. Uh side note. Also, the little girl. I don't know her name, but she's adorable. Who challenged Dave Grohl to a drumming contest was in that me? film.
1: Uh, oh, 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 I In thought that real was life, pretty cool. Dave Grohl's not in Cinderella.
0: No, Dave Grohl was the drummer for Nirvana, yeah, and then, the okay, you
1: fighters. know who he is. I know one person. I know one <laughs> oh person. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> so old. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, look at this little girl.
1: She's really doing it.
0: Yeah, she's really getting out there thanks to social, the social media. There's another girl I saw at a TV show. She's just, like, a influencer in her, like, early teens. And she has her own TV show now. And I was like, the world's a weird place.
1: Thank God we don't really have to live in it.
0: <laughs> not us. Not Definitely.
1: us. Not us space people.
0: <laughs> not us. Linda Ian's. How do you feel about that word term? Linda Ian's.
1: Um... Uh, it's right. I don't know.
0: How do you feel about the meaning of Lina'i, Day of Conquest? Do we hate it? Do we love it?
1: Well, so I'm a white person, so it's not up to me to hate it or love it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do... You
0: have an opinion
1: on it. I, I, I... using her Hawaiian blood to, like, anoint me with the ability to have an opinion. Tell me your opinion. Um... The Ka'ulula'o story... I just, I have to ask who were the ghosts Mm -hmm. or who were the ghosts that he killed off in order to live here? I just want to know who those were because I believe that that's a historical event. I do believe that's a historical event. Um, Maybe they were actual ghosts. Maybe they weren't. I just have to think, who were those people? Um, Where did they come from? What was their deal? And that's something that I'm always just going to be longing to know because as far as I know, there's no written record that can... There's no written record. There's no living memory. There's no way to find out what that was. So, but, um, Day of Conquest as a name. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, Here's the thing. When I'm speaking English, yeah, I say I am from Lanai. Yeah. When I'm speaking Hawaiian, um, the sentence that is cl- the most close analog to I am from somewhere is know the place that uh-huh. you're from my oh so from there to here I am but um yeah. that sentence refers specifically to the place of your birth mm. so I I've lived in Hawaii since I was four oh. um so I wasn't like a thinking person for very long before I showed up yeah but um i do when i'm speaking hawaiian always say no Kaliponi, california Mayo," because um like as a white person inhabiting like hawaiian spaces i don't ever want to like try and sell myself as being more hawaiian than i am because i'm not hawaiian i'm a white person
0: thoughtful of you daniel thank you thank
1: you um what do you think about the name day of conquest
0: so i am of hawaiian ancestry my great grandmother was full hawaiian and I don't love it. Like I love the name Lanai. I feel that's like a really strong name. I don't particularly care for the definition in English of it. And I talk about this in a podcast episode that comes out on Christmas Day. Mm. But um a friend of ours, we thought that there that the ghosts were probably another people that were native to lanai that yeah. looked different than the rest of the like hawaiians who were there and that's why they thought they were ghosts
1: yeah that they were either paler or yeah or that they were very dark they looked different and yeah. that they were hostile like the sentinelese because um it was a thing that Maui people could not come to the yeah. they would die
0: it was called lanai was known as like ghost ghost island uh
1: but so that's um the word ghost um, there is a certain word, I forget what it is. I think it starts with a P or maybe a K. Um, but um the word that's used in the story that was published in newspapers oh, relating well, to Kobala yeah. for the ghost was Akua, which is the same word for God or Interesting. Um I think Dr. Pualani Kanakaole Kanahale, she says that Akua an easier and more accurate to the original idea way. translate the word Akua is element because the stories of the gods uh, all are illustrations using people and human interactions that describe their scientific knowledge of scientific forces um, of natural forces Um, and so I think it's interesting that we're talking about Akua ghosts as opposed to like aqua gods or aqua elements yeah. so i think it might also have been that Lanai, at the time was a harsh environment to live in and um called figured it out figured out how to eke out a living here um i'm not sure
0: that's an interesting thought
1: that could totally be bs
0: no but that's interesting but then also like i think of mauna Le, which is like has a, Less a huge and yeah so and like so much fresh water comes and from that. And back
1: then it used to flow from the river to the sea.
0: And they obviously knew of it because isn't that where he killed Pahulu?
1: Yes. In the and story? also um, there's another great story, La'ie Kowai, that we were going to start reading. And oh, we didn't. that's yeah. But um, uh, La'ie Kowai and her, and her and her grandmother visit Monale And I'm sure that oh. other people have visited there. Uh, like Pele has spent time at Polihua. It's called Polihua I think because of the
0: The turtle uh there's a favorite a favorite turtle that she used to love to eat uh
1: lives there yeah and people i know i asked somebody i'm not gonna tell you who oh secret but i asked somebody that i know who used to spend a lot of time up there not an old person i'm not even middle-aged i would say a rather young person and i said did you ever eat turtle when you were younger yeah she's Corey's age or a little Uh, younger than Corey. so young not middle-aged um young right um adult regular person um and she goes oh yeah all the time we used to eat turtle. oh wow and I was like, uh
0: were they born and raised here yes so i ate turtle once but it was at a new orleans type restaurant in las vegas oh. yeah it was in a soup i felt really bad about it was it good yeah it tastes like chicken
1: not worth eating again i
0: mean i wouldn't like go out of my way to eat it again i don't know that if i could eat a turtle that someone killed from the ocean you did. I hmm. did. I mean, I did. I literally did, but like...
1: No, but I know what you mean. Like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll eat fish, but I'm not going to go fishing. I'm not going to kill a fish myself.
0: Mm. Like, for there was a period of time when I thought about raising rabbits, like for meat, and I was like, I can't. I can't <gasps> kill these animals.
1: That makes me so sad. Did you get the rabbits and do it? No. Okay.
0: Because they scream. It's not going to happen. And they're fuzzy. Um. So, back to Hawaiians and ghosts. There's a lot of stories like mythological or whatever you want to call them stories about hawaiians interacting with ghosts or speaking with them or like having relationships with them yeah so for a long time i was like i gave a lot of thought to like what is that and i just kind of came to the conclusion that they could see ghosts whether it was based on like their belief system or the veil being thinner or whatever so like I, like, I still think there could be a possibility that whatever was inhabiting Lanai could have been ghosts. But also, maybe not. So there's lots of things that could have been. Um,
1: I have a belief that when you shuffle a deck of cards, until you look at the cards, they haven't stopped, like, moving around. Yeah. Kind of like, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, doesn't make a sound. That kind of a thing. Like, um i think without us being able to observe that time like every possibility is has some kind of shade of truth to it
0: i also heard one time on a different podcast and i can't remember which one because i listened to a lot of different ones but there was a lady on there and she was she has like a entity she channels and the host was asking like which version of them making the pyramids is true and the entity was like pick one he said they're all true Mm. And I was like, have you seen the Futurama
1: episode about the, they visit another planet where it's all, they show up and it's exactly like Egypt. And they're like, aha, it was aliens who taught the Egyptians how to do it. And then they get there and they're talking to the natives of this planet and they're like, and then when we found, oh, and we were so esteemed to welcome these guests from Earth. The home of those brilliant Egyptians who taught us everything we know. Oh, really? That yeah, was just so.
0: Cool. Oh my God, that's it's so It's just ridiculous. such a cute little
1: joke that turns it around.
0: That's the plot of Stargate, though. Is it's like some, I don't even know. It's not a god. It's like some kind of alien entity is like traveling throughout space. Its name is Ra, and then he finds a planet where he can bring people from Earth to be his slaves, but then people go back the other way and that's how come there's Egypt, because it's, like, that culture. Hey. So it's not, like, a unheard-of idea. So, it's true to someone. <laughs> Boy, how cool
1: would this world have been if white people didn't take the whole thing over?
0: But, like, so, just for shets and giggles, there probably is a version of the universe where they didn't, but... We're in the version of the universe where they did, so we get to watch it be taken back by Native people.
1: Okay. Yes, I look forward to that. Maybe that's the longer end game. And I'm dedicating my life to making that happen by being a Hawaiian immersion (laughs) teacher. Literally, that's why. It's because I hate America.
0: Not a fan of America either. Um, Yeah,
1: Death to America.
0: My... Favorite thing.
1: Sorry, you have friends who listen to this. They're gonna be so mad at me.
0: They're gonna be uh, beat, at me, you. Up.
1: Uh, yeah, beat me up. I'm. Yeah, beat
0: me up. Don't beat him up. Daniel has opinions. We all have our opinions. Uh, favorite thing to say about America is that Hawaii is not part of America.
1: Right. Straight up is not. And oh, I'm not gonna that...
0: do your homework for you. So you do the homework. I'll do a little bit of homework for you.
1: <laughs> I was teaching second grade last year, and um, I was we were doing like a whatever we were talking about like Hawaii and a little girl who was like a total know-it-all. And who like really drove me nuts, but was very, <laughs> so intelligent, but also like a know-it-all and very happy to let me know when I made a mistake, um, which hurt my fragile um, male-adjacent ego. <laughs> um, and she, at one point she goes, is in North America. Ew. And I, <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I'm going to school this seven-year-old. <laughs> so I went, She's actually, found. and I pulled up Google Earth and I said, look, this shape over here this is called North America. This is where most of the United States is. This is where Canada is and Alaska and Mexico. This is called North America. You see that, right? Then I scrolled over to Hawaii and I said, Hawaii is over here. Hawaii is not a part of North America. Mm-hmm. Hawaii is a part of a place called Polynesia. Mm. And so I really like went hard on driving that point home, which is, and which, and that's only a revelation that, like a revelation that I had last year, which was like, oh my God, I'd live, in polynesia i'm from polynesia i was like oh
0: you live on the ring of fire daniel
1: for real because in my my whole life i would i if you ever asked me have you ever been to polynesia i would have been like no i've never been to samoa i've never been to tahiti i've never been to new zealand but no i grew up here i'm from polynesia i'm in polynesia right now this is a this is a show produced edited and broadcasted from polynesia
0: you know i feel like
1: Everybody listening is like, "Duh!" But it no, was but he's for me. making
0: a really good point because only until maybe like the last, maybe the last three years, has there been like this. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it and give thanks to Governor Ige because I think this is his fault. Ever since Mauna Kea, I think that has like really served as like a wake up call for the Hawaiian people, and we're realizing in larger and larger swaths of People that were not American.
1: You say that with a long A? Eh? Sweet. Is it Sweet?
0: I have no idea. I make up all kinds of sounds for words. My
1: friend Lucy, the word deny, Swat? every single time she will say Denny.
0: Oh, Denny. Like I Denny. Denny it. Right. Don't Denny it, Daniel. I've said swathes,
1: but is it swathes? swathes? I don't care. Sorry, I cut off your point.
0: And larger and larger swaths or swathes of people are realizing that we're not American, that we have been brought up to think we are American, and that we live in Polynesia, and right. we are Hawaiian, and we have a claim to the land, and Let it me. is our responsibility to take care of it. Yes. Uh, and I think that's why, I, I really don't want to talk about this, but guess what, I am. And I think that's why if you were to come to hawaii on vacation you may or may not receive the cold shoulder or you may not be greeted with what a lot of people deem the aloha spirit is because we as a people are realizing right who we are and what it all means
1: ask me how many times since i've started learning never mind ask me how many times since i've started learning hawaiian uh, i've heard the phrase the aloha spirit in real hawaiian context
0: uh a thousand zero really that does not
1: exist that's not a hawaiian idea that's no, an idea it's of not. the tourism industry
0: so this is my funnest favorite subject to talk about one 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 bitches well okay so i stopped myself
1: <laughs> i stopped myself when i said never mind a second ago it was zero one 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 and i was like i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna be really
0: good I feel like everybody already knows. I never do what I say I'm going to do.
1: But we're talking about the um the time. Because we're at yeah. hour one, minute 11. And then just 56. now it was 55 seconds.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I totally lost my train of thought, too. Can I go back, back to son mine? Son of a bitch. Yeah, go ahead. I lost mine, too. No, I'm just kidding.
1: So <laughs> what you were saying was uh, about locals giving you the cold shoulder. Here's the thing. Oh, Aloha just Spirit. Just by you being present. In Hawaii, mm-hmm. you don't even have to do anything. It's not even that you have to go hiking off the trail or mm-hmm. do or like, I don't know, pee on a Hawaiian flag or anything. Like, you don't have to do anything disrespectful. You're already showing that in the midst of this deathly pandemic that's mm-hmm. taking an immense toll on our um, health care system. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially right now.
1: And also like social media, every Hawaiian on social media is like, stop coming here, stop mm-hmm. it, just stop, stop, don't come here, don't come here, don't come here. Um, just you showing up is a sign that you do not care about all that and you chose to spend a lot of your dollars in order to let come to like a beach here. There's beaches in California. There's beaches in Florida. Carolina.
0: Florida wants you there california right. i think pretty much wants you and year, we
1: barely so, have any bath salts so just like go find some cracks yeah, somewhere else and leave fine. us the hell alone american so, vermin like
0: i a thousand percent mm-hmm. agree with that statement but then the other half of me uh knows personally many people who rely on tourism to keep their lives afloat right? and i feel like ugh, i don't know man
1: well, that's a disease of American capitalism. No,
0: I agree. I like a hundred percent I agree. I guess
1: to me, with the solution to the tourism issue yeah. is that Hawaii needs national independence. We uh-huh. need to nationalize the tourism industry uh-huh. so that the Hawaiian government, which is comprised of Hawaiian people, control it. Yeah. And that they are the ultimate beneficiaries. Because right now Hawaiian people are able to take a forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar a year possession, God bless them. And um they're allowed to labor in order to create wealth for the foreign nationals who mm-hmm. own these hotels. Yeah, that's so nuts. It's like
0: that's really fucked up.
1: Poor Hawaiians, your your home was stolen and And that's what Sorry, yeah, I'm No go ahead, over,
0: Daniel.
1: Yeah, go ahead, white boy. Talk no, over no, the Hawaiian ahead. person on the podcast it's about fine. Hawaiian issues.
0: No, and I feel like that's what really pisses me off when people are like, "You need our tourism dollars," and it's like, "Yes, to a certain extent," but the majority of that money is going to offshore foreign companies. Like, right? We never. It's like it's because your never country is holding us see hostage. See any of it? So, like, to say that, I feel like is like shitty. And I guess what I was trying to say earlier is like, there. I would like to see things change, but the, the transition period would be tough. I think. Anyway, <laughs> like, fine. Do you want to take our break? Yeah, let's take your break. And do you have a ghost story?
1: I have a, I read my friend's mind story.
0: Oh, yeah. And then I can tell you the story about when I got touched by a ghost in Avignon, France.
1: Oh, oh and then I have a story about what I think is like the quintessential act of real magic.
0: Oh, shit. I kind of want to hear it right now.
1: I've told it to you before. It's a good one. okay.
0: All right. Uh, we'll take a break, but you won't know because it'll just be our voices talking again. So, bye. <laughs> Ding.
1: Hi. I'm dressed like Winnie the Pooh if he'd ever put some pants on. Daniel Honey.
0: Hi. I'm photogenic inside and out. Corey Lovejoy. And we're your spooky licious host of. Carry On.
1: We're halfway through. What? And as we get into October, the creepiest and sexiest month of them all, we're ramping up the spook and also the intrigue. How um, are we with, doing that? With a musical.
0: What? Carry the musical?
1: And also a film from the sexiest time period of all, the 1950s.
0: Does the 1953 film have anything to do with Stephen King's Carrie?
1: Obviously not. He was four years old.
0: That sounds perfect. We should definitely include it in our Carrie-verse. Stay tuned. We'll see you...
1: On October whatever
0: Or every Sunday. (laughs) Until the end of October. Dingy hots,
1: Dingy (laughs) hots. Do you remember when... I'm just gonna brag about the time when I was very, very funny.
0: When? I mean you're always funny, but when specifically? When
1: we were doing our zine and we were making up fake ads to put in oh our zine. <laughs> yeah. And um we were talking about how <laughs> has like a fantasy about like wood and we're like tr- we're like wood and we're trying to make like a fake sexy ad and like <laughs> there's got to be something here that we can like make like a fake sexy ad for our newspaper and like a 1-900 well, number ad and then we're like trying to like toss ideas back and forth around this table and then I I think I said the go- do you remember what I said no oh my god it was so golden what's your problem okay what, what, so after it'll
0: be recorded now for all eternity right, So, so
1: lucky. we're just like spitting around all these ideas and none of them are good and then I finally I go hey looking for a place to put your wood like (laughs) as if we're auctioning off the land in this um ad because it's like a it's just a take Uh, on like the idea that hawaiian land is like a commodity for trade which is like messed up so gross but anyway the point that i wanted to get to was we record this in my car which um for a long time i or i actually i still very much hold this belief which is that there's something special about the communication you're able to achieve when two people are sitting in the Uh. driver and passenger seat in the car And i think that it has to do with like the physical sharing of breath in an enclosed space yeah and also the orientation of your body that you're both sitting facing the same direction so your energy is like united and projecting forward
0: oh i like that a lot i
1: I very much believe that i've had the most successful and um meaningful conversations of my life have all been inside my car
0: wow that's really awesome i feel honored that we are recording this in your car then if that's like the way you've already felt in here. Oh, yeah. That's a nice little...
1: Oh, I do have the things in here that you'll hear about on Patreon. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba!
0: Oh, that made me think of a story I heard in high school.
1: How about... Do Uh, you you want to tell that story?
0: Uh, I think that's a Patreon story. Okay.
1: (laughs) I can tell you the story that I said I was going to tell you, which is about my, like, magical experience. Not, It's really not even my magical experience. Um, tell us. Okay. Okay. Uh, I bought a a sack of rose quartz. It's just raw rose quartz because I like them. Because they're pretty in pink. Awesome. And then I went on vacation to Chicago and to see... And I was going to see my friend Lauren, who's wonderful. Um, and we met at the Korean Spa, my favorite place in the world. And um, she was like, I'm so glad I got to meet you because I have to... I got to meet you now as soon as you got in because I'm going to have to drive down to Kansas for my grandmother's funeral. Oh, no. Right. And... Oh, did I mention the rose quartz? They told me to bring them to Chicago oh. with me. Okay, so she's, she's talking about she's going to her grandmother's funeral. And she's like, and it's... Kind of, uh, like it's hard thinking about this funeral not because like I love her and I'm gonna miss her, but because she was kind of an abusive woman, hmm. and um, there was not really anybody who is gonna come to this funeral who's gonna be like mourning her in a way that's like I think anybody would want to be mourned, yeah. And she was expressing this to me, and I was like, The rose quartz is, and so I was like, Lauren. I don't know, take the rose quartz, they told me to bring them in, maybe they're, I think they're supposed to be, like, for you to take to that, and I don't know, you're very brilliant, and you'll think of something wonderful to do, and, um, she goes, and I have my time in Chicago, and I'm having fun doing whatever I'm doing, going bowling and whatever, um, because you can't do that here, you have to go halfway across the world to go bowling, but, um, then she comes back from Kansas, because it was just, like, a weekend, and I was there for, like, a week or two, And she comes back and she's telling me about her funeral experience. And what she said um, was, I went and the funeral had like fallen on her to like arrange and figure out. But so um, she was like, what I figured out was we were all standing around her grave. Uh, I think, I don't know if it was before she was in it or after she was in it, but I know there wasn't dirt in it. And she gave everybody who was there a rose quartz. And she said, because one of the meanings of rose quartz is like, it's like love and this and that and this and that, but also forgiveness and universal healing. Yeah. And so, and she said, I want everybody to hold this rose quartz and to think of something that they can forgive her for. Aww. And then I want them to put the rose quartz in the ground and Aww. bury that. And I was like, oh. like, right, exactly. Your reaction was my reaction. I was like, Lauren, that's so beautiful. And to me, whether magic is like real or not whether yeah. there's anything else going on, that's what I think magic is is yeah. like the harnessing and the focusing of the human will mm-hmm. in that way and I just I love that story so much. thank you for entertaining me
0: That is such a great story um and I think it's a good like example of how you can make your own magic in a way that might seem very mundane but is still super magical. yeah I love it uh that story had like two sinks for me one. Chicago's my favorite city.
1: <laughs> we're wiggling our fingers together.
0: Two, uh, there's a meditation that I remembered, like, from another podcast that I listened to in 2017.
1: And we're on a podcast right and
0: now. And we're on a podcast right now. But uh, we have a secret group that Daniel and I are in. We definitely cannot discuss it on on air or on Patreon. That's how secret it is. Um, But I was thinking about a, med- a meditation from 2017, and it's a rose quartz meditation. Mm. So, two sinks. That was nice. And you're wearing
1: a pink mask, I like faded kind of rose quartz. Oh yeah, kind of it's soap. a
0: Palaka yeah. pink mask that my friend made. And on the inside, it's lined with the uh, like plans for the Millennium Falcon. <gasps> a vehicle.
1: Oh, I thought it was banana leaves when it in
0: No, like it down. it's like the Whoa. Millennium And we're in a spaceship. We're in a spaceship. <sighs> Watch out. Watch out world. One, two, three, four. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't. I gotta cover it. I gotta cover it. Oh, ooh, ooh,
1: that's too bibliomancy.
0: Oh yeah. What do you wanna ask? Do you oh, want know, this or do you want this or the songbook?
1: Uh I have it, the Carrie book since okay. you already have it. Um, um Should
0: we ask you what I thought about the nineteen ninety nine movie of Carrie?
1: Oh, I think there's a lot of material in the second half of this book that will apply directly to its thoughts on that. Okay, d- Stephen. Steve.
0: Don't ask Stephen, ask Carrie. Okay. I mean, Stephen King. There's a, oh, can, can you put you.
1: the Kesha, there's a Kesha song, Stephen. Oh, is there? Um, it's a it's a there's a Kesha song called Steven, Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Um about a boy that she stalks. It's like Stephen.
0: <laughs> why won't I you? I will call add me? it. I'll put it she's on a carry playlist. Kesha? I, Kesha's solid as a musician. She's Fight a me.
1: fantastic writer. And she makes just good
0: music. Yeah. Like, fuck she off. She makes great music. Oh, I'll put the spaceship song on there too. Spaceship that, that that relates.
1: Uh oh, the the time when I went to see my friend Lauren and do the rose quartz thing. That yeah. the time I went to Chicago, I that time I went and i saw kesha in concert So and that's, Three the only, and that's the and that's the only concert like i've ever been to really no i've been to one other like concert concert what was it lake street dive but they are my favorite band i don't have a favorite band that's replaced them but i've kind of fallen off i don't really care to follow them as deeply as i once did but their self-titled album and their album bad self-portraits are both very very good
0: huh. never heard
1: of them okay we need a question oh about the 1999 <laughs> yeah movie? ask one okay. thing about the There was a smudge of grease on her forehead, and both knees were scraped and raw-looking. Agreed. Yeah, she didn't show up prepared. She didn't (laughs) study for the assignment.
0: It was like someone fell down and got hurt. And it was you, the viewer.
1: (laughs) Also the dog, Watson.
0: (laughs) Whose name I still think is Wilson?
1: (laughs) Uh, The other one is, Mama, Miss, De De des D-Get Up. Miss Desjardins said dispassionately, get up and tend to yourself.
0: Oh, fuck. Well, I feel like that also relates because somebody should have came in and cleaned up that film. But I also think it's like a whole, like, how much money and time is the studio willing to give you type sitch. So. Yeah. Do we have another question? Should I stop you were it? You were going to tell a magic story. Oh, it's not a magic story. It's more like a ghost story. Oh, right. Ooh, you wanna ask it what it thinks of my ghost story before I tell my ghost story? Okay. See what uh,
1: hey, Carrie. What is the relationship between your story and Carrie's ghost story? Okay, hang on. i to gotta... Corey's I'm, ghost, I'm flipping... ghost story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said Carrie's ghost story.
1: Bum bum bum. bum, bum, bum. Oh, part two.
0: <gasps> Prom night. Okay, wow. All right. It kind of like, relates to my story. I out with a ghost it, on It, it kind of relates to my story. You tell me if you think it relates.
1: Okay. Oh, I'll find any kind of relationship. I'm a Scorpio. I dig.
0: Oh, me too. I'm a Scorpio moon.
1: Right. And you were born at, were you born at night?
0: I was born at nine o'clock at night. When were you born?
1: 7.25, 7.25 in the evening.
0: Ooh. mine's is like 9.14 or something. But mm. nice. Night babies. We're
1: talking about that because, oh, let's not reveal all the details, no. intimate details of your chart
0: yeah you no. will never
1: know my birthday
0: it's a big secret i know it and forgot it that's how big of a secret it is
1: i've also told you both of the big stories i've told you on here before
0: <laughs> it's all right I love it's your so stories.
1: fun it's so fun because you're always a fresh audience
0: yeah uh okay way back in the way when i went on a all-girls trip to avignon france <sighs> so we went all around france and we went to barcelona uh, by train fantastic And then we went to Avignon, which has this very huge castle-like gothic building called, uh, the Palace of the Popes. So, like, during some war, they had to move the popes there because they couldn't have them wherever they had them. History. I don't know it. Uh, So, we're in this huge, like, palace, palatial structure, and you walk in and you pay, and then they give you, like, a little micro, uh, little guided tour and then you can go throughout the castle and like look at everything so we're like in the entrance and there's this like little alcove with like a stained glass window and i was like i bet a pope had sex with a lady here like the thought just popped in my head Mm -hmm. and i was like okay that's weird and stupid so we get our little voice tour box things it's in French, so we can't okay. listen to it. Great. So you're just at this castle. Well, we asked for to the English one, and here. then they were just, like, here, and they gave us the French one, whatever. Uh-huh. So we're, like, going through this whole thing, and, like, this building is massive, and we get to the room, uh, which was off the torture chamber, now that I think about it, but we get to the room. It's not even a room. Like, it's this huge ballroom, like, just as huge as a football field and there's, there's nothing it's driving is so like
1: ripping across where was the it going
0: room? anyway so it, this this room is like the size of a football field legit i'm not making it up there's nothing in it but they used to use it for banquets there's nothing in it now but there's these like beautiful pale pink uh stained glass windows on mm-hmm. the top and i was Feel just pink. like pale pink and i was just, i should have known it was red her dress is not red; it's pink, motherfucker.
1: Oh, I was talking about because rose quartz. No, I know, the, but pale oh, okay. No, but
0: also relates to care the fucking dress. Um,
1: and your glasses are red. And
0: my glasses are red. Uh so I'm like, oh, I bet that'd be really pretty to like look at from further back. So I look behind me, and like the room is huge. There's no one in any vicinity near me, like no one. And I go, okay, so I step backwards because I'm looking out the windows, and then I feel myself bump into someone, and I'm like, oh shit, that's weird. I made sure there was no one behind me, so I turn around, and there's no one there. Oh, so I felt someone touch my shoulder and, like, whisper, like, something in my ear, and it sounded like blah, 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 Bella, and I'm like, oh fuck, so I turn around, and there's no one there, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then one of my friends who was with me on the trip, she, like, saw the whole thing happen, and she came running over, and she's like, what happened? (laughs) What happened? And I was like, someone touched me and whispered in my ear. And it was like, I could feel the whisper. I could hear it. And then the, where the entity touched me on my shoulder. uh, I could like feel it for like two hours afterwards. Like it was weird feeling. Uh, And then that night I had the weirdest, I don't know if it was that night or the night before. We were staying in this kind of creepy hotel bed and breakfast thing. I had, like, the weirdest dream. I remember waking up in the morning and being like, what the fuck? Because it was, like, so real. And then I had that weird thing. So, I don't know. I think I had a past life there, Mm. is my conclusion. And or I looked like somebody the ghost knew. So, kind of a love story. Prom night in the ballroom.
1: In the ballroom. Mm -hmm. Venice. Venice is a V city in Italy, like the Vatican, which is where the popes normally live yeah. in the Pope's palace.
0: I don't know where they lived. I don't know if the popes were in Rome at that time. I can't remember. But I know they had specifically moved them to that area in France during some... It might have been the French Revolution. I don't War, know. mass
1: death, carry.
0: So it, I mean, yeah.
1: Can I tell you... Um, a, a small anecdote that, sure. that kind of spurred for me and I think maybe that would be a good place to end it yeah um, Yeah. so it's that one when you were talking about how I specifically made sure that there was nobody behind mm-hmm. me that made me think oh this is a ghost story um, checking to make sure nobody's behind you when I was a kid I thought the phrase the coast is clear yeah was the ghost is clear oh! and I remember thinking duh it's a ghost
0: yeah um, of course it's clear Of course, it's a ghost. Have you ever seen a ghost?
1: No, I've never seen a ghost. And I think it's because I'm very open to the ghost experience Mm -hmm. because I fully believe that if there's ghosts, they're just people. I don't think, you know, Mm -hmm. that they're like malicious creatures, which maybe is naive. But then I think because I think that I think ghosts, I think there must be some like nice ghosts who are like, no, he's too gentle. don't do that to him and and that's because I I directly stole that from Jenny Slate whose book um, book Um, she has the same she grew up in a very very haunted house oh that's right and she talks about how she never saw a ghost and she thinks it's because they knew she was too gentle and she couldn't handle it
0: Uh,
1: and I want to say that to our friend who also is like I want a ghost experience and I'm like no I think
0: you're too gentle who is that you tell me later so there's something I've heard about Mm, more like spirit guide world, but I guess spirit world is they need your permission mm. to help you, and they won't interact with you if they know you'll be scared. Mm. So like every day when I am walking around going, I'm ready to see aliens and ghosts, but then I wake up at 3 a.m. to pee, and I'm like, not now, guys.
1: <laughs>
0: Cute. Oh, I love that. So I think that's why I don't see anyone
1: the night stalker richard ramirez my mom he like popped up in my mom's window not because she lived in la at the time like at the time and um he popped up in her window and her husband went out naked and chased him off and she and they like didn't get murdered or anything
0: so this might be controversial i think that leg that guy legit had some evil entities whether it's satan or not whatever watching over him have you do you know his story at all uh that's fucking. Not like, being oh my god, I'm so scared. His
1: appearance on American Horror Story.
0: Oh yeah, I hated that season. Uh, uh, there's what? a with Lady Gaga. Oh yeah, no, I love that season. I hated that particular part of the storyline because it felt a lot like a serial killer worship to oh, me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, which is icky. Don't yeah. do that, you uh, Weird,
0: but uh, Lady Gaga pr- fantastic in it. Is that it? Are we? What bad? did you say earlier? What? Well,
1: and that's it, I guess. I
0: guess. I don't remember. I was gonna say, sorry, backtrack. Uh, when Daniel was talking about ghosts just being people, there's this fantastic ghost hunting. I think hunting's not the right word, but for lack of a better term, ghost hunting show called Kindred Spirits, and their whole like philosophy is that ghosts were just people. So there's this one episode where they went to a home and like uh the people living there were like, ghost hunting them. Uh Zach. What's that guy's name? No, that one fucking ghost hunter dude who's like real bro Where it's like, you yell at the ghost and you blah, and you like put them down and you just like say they're pieces of shit and you're like, fuck you, ghost. Like that style of ghost hunting. They were doing that at the house.
1: Hunting. I don't, sorry, hunting doesn't I
0: know, right? It's weird. I'm just
1: imagining hunting a creature that way.
0: Yeah. And then, so the kindred spirit team comes in and they find out all this shit and they find out that the ghost is like the old lady who lived there. And the one, he's not a ghost hunter, but the one ghost hunter guy uh, was like crying because he was like, these people have just been literally yelling at someone's grandma. <laughs> like it's so fucked up when you think about it that way. So ghosts, they're just dead people. <laughs>
1: ghosts are just
0: dead people. They're just dead people. They're probably your grandma. Don't yell at them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's mean. They're already, like, doomed to whatever existence ghosthood is. I don't think it's very fun. Why
0: don't you get a that
1: ghost? That's mean. But, that's why those people get hunted.
0: For real, right? And that's, like, what, from, like, I got really sick a couple years ago, and, like, I watched every episode of Kindred Spirits. But, like, that was pretty much the conclusion I came to, is, like, it's not that the, go- like, ghosts are bad um across the board. It's, like, we don't know how to interact with them. And if you think of them as humans, like if I was fucking telling you, fuck you, fuck blah, and like doing all kinds of fucked up shit, you would probably not be nice to me back.
1: Yeah, like or leave you alone. Or Which, not. So then yeah, it's exactly. Like, confirms your thing of you don't know, want to interact with you, push them away. Okay. I did that with people.
0: Yeah. But just, I don't know. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you have to be mean because they have feelings too. Right. Knuckles for everyone, including my boyfriend, the mothman. Just teasing. <laughs> Do you have any uh, love um, affairs with crypt, crypto crypto cryptoids?
1: Oh, uh, I have like a fascination with the Loch monster. I think there's something oh, going on there.
0: Oh, you said that. Tell me your theory.
1: Oh, I don't have a theory. I just it, she resonates with me.
0: Oh, you think it's a female? I think. I think it is.
1: She. I mean, usually uses she her pronouns.
0: Yeah. Uh, so a story I heard about... Of
1: lives in me. <gasps> oh.
0: No, I think that's a totally true thing. Uh, the story I heard about the Loch Ness Monster, or a story, is that she was brought here by Alistair Crowley during a ritual. He, like, opened a portal and she came through. Oh. Yeah, Alistair Crowley. What's up with that guy?
1: <laughs> he beats me.
0: Me either. Anyway... Uh, yeah, Mothman, who else? What do, do you think any? you're going to
1: say in the after thing that you record by yourself in this episode?
0: What do you mean? Oh, Boy,
1: I don't... <laughs> that sure was a wild ride. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. <laughs> we always teasing each other that we like to have a podcast. Um, <laughs> um I hope you enjoyed Holy it. Fuck. Give us five stars on iTunes.
0: Write a written review.
1: And write a, co- a comment in the review. You can oh, say, wait. like, screw you, don't call it. Let's American ask runner. Carrie
0: what she... That's Bibliomancy. Oh, Let's do... Let's ask Carrie, Bibliomancy, what they think about the Loch Ness Monster and what they think about Pan. Uh, I meant to say Mothman, but Pan was right there, so I guess Pan. Okay. Do you want the book How book? A... Or the... I'll do the songbook for Pan. Okay. That seems fitting.
1: I was going to suggest that you do Loch Ness Monster for <gasps> me, and then I do Mothman for you.
0: Okay. We should... So one of us should do Pan, too, though. Okay. Because he was like... Because he was like... I, like, have the microphone behind my hand, uh, above my hand, <laughs> he, like, popped in my mind. He was like, me! Uh, you go. Daniel Bibliomancing.
1: What the- Ooh, I think we're gonna crash the prom anyway.
0: Shit. <laughs> yes. What does that mean? Mothman, known for crashing young lovers or teenagers' rides oh really yeah like he'll
1: i was thinking like that's him that like this is the prom humanity this human experience is the oh. problem and he's gonna like barrel through from the other side into this without um whatever
0: that makes a lot of sense uh regarding some other thoughts i have about the mothman that i won't share with you right now should yeah. i use this book or that book uh,
1: up to you my friend use this book okay uh
0: carrie what do you think about the Loch Ness monster And Carrie had once fainted from the lack of food and smell of her own waste. So she thinks it's shit? I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think that's a comment on the condition that that Nessie lives under, being locked (gasps) and being trapped in that lake because if she was brought into existence from another realm, but that's the only place she's allowed to exist now. Oh
0: my god, that's so depressing, you guys. This
1: is a horror podcast. Play creepy music.
0: The true horrors of this podcast series. One, Carrie getting abused by her mom for sixteen years. Two, the Loch Ness monster has to live in a water piss cage. Right.
1: The unending cruelty of a that's, small town in Maine.
0: That's not her home. Fucking sad. Do you want to ask it about Pan or should I? Uh
1: I'll do it. Which okay. book would you like me to use?
0: The musical. The
1: musical Pan would want nothing less. Of
0: course. Pan.
1: Okay, um, angry. I hate, I made her angry. (laughs) She's always been there.
0: Huh. Interesting. I feel like that's a secret message. Maybe that's
1: Margaret White coming through,
0: um, to deliver a Christian
1: value judgment on Pan's love of fun and anything, like, good in the world.
0: Also, the title of that song that I saw before Daniel read his divination said uh, Once You See, which I feel like is very (laughs) relatable to if you've had a relationship with Pan or the Green Man. Should we do a quick little fast what to look out for until next time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you want a trade book? Yeah. Because I haven't really used this one. All right, Carrie, the songbook. Give us something to look out for. Do we... Was that even a thing? Like
1: Okay, ready? Mine is She undressed Ooh. First her blouse, then her hateful knee-length skirt Her slip, her girdle, her petty pants, her Mm-mm. garter belt, her stockings. She looked at the pile of heavy clothes, their buttons and rubber with an expression of fierce wretchedness
0: I don't know whether that was very sexual <laughs> What did you get from it?
1: yeah it's stephen king titillating in the idea of this teenage girl
0: in granny panties
1: taking off her 17 <laughs> layers of prairie clothing
0: prairie. prairie prairie clothing is my favorite kind of clothing uh you know what though daniel i think if you combine those two messages it's like watch out for something to be unveiled regarding <laughs> Says the girl who will not talk Different about. On podcast. The unveiling
1: pod- podcast. Yeah. Are you- Are you in-
0: That's why I see it. And like- we didn't
1: have to. We anyway. didn't
0: have to. I don't even know what we're talking about right now.
1: <laughs> Boy, I can't believe that we watched that garbage movie and then we managed to make a podcast episode about it. This has been that the is- longest
0: one yet, too.
1: It's the length of that film.
0: It is. It really is. Congratulations to you and I for being able to jibber jabber into a microphone for an hour and 45 minutes hey if you're like oh anybody can podcast guess what that's not true
1: (laughs) it takes special skill it takes charisma it takes gemini placements the ability to come up with a new thought it takes the ability to remember old threads and come back to them except when you (laughs) know it takes the ability to come up with a third thing when you're listing jokes
0: It also takes the ability to listen to your own voice for hours at a time, which is so much more horrifying than you could ever expect.
1: That's the fourth horror of this show. Yeah. And then the other thing that a podcaster has to know how to do is, like, cut the damn thing off when it's time to turn it off. It's true.
0: Also, it's horrifying when you... She says also. (laughs) They know me by now. I'm always like, it's over, and then I'm like, but also... Uh, also, it's horrifying when you're like just talking to like your husband or your friends, and you're like, "That voice sounds like the voice I hear on the podcast." <laughs> and yes! you're just like, "You're just like, oh, what the fuck is happening?" Like, oh, I know
1: that girl from that show.
0: But it's like your own voice. So. Oh wow,
1: that's I'm gonna dissociate thinking about that.
0: <sighs> it's a weird world. Uh, but I will say, if you do want a podcast. <laughs> anchor fm has got your back anyway <laughs> that's it
1: listen to mood ring by lord
0: yeah and if it wasn't for anchor fm this podcast wouldn't exist so there you go xoxo xoxo love oh love. gossip girl bye <laughs>